0: You can't save us. We don't wanna be safe. Can't save us. We don't wanna be You can't save us. We don't wanna be safe, can't save us. We don't wanna be safe, can't save us, we don't wanna be safe, can't save us, we don't wanna be safe, can't save us, we don't wanna be safe, can't, can't save us, we don't wanna
1: be saved. What's up everybody? Welcome back to a special edition of What People Won't Save You. I am one of your hosts, Jordan Clark.
0: And I'm the other one, Cameron Mason.
1: Uh, and typically this is the the podcast where we deconstruct white savory movies, but that's actually happening in real time now. <laughs> we're recording this. Um, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm telling
0: you, that's what it was. It was the blind side two, blindsided. I'm yeah. blindsided.
1: <laughs> we got a whole we got a whole thing. Cameron hit me yesterday with blind side two, blindsided, and then I hit him with the tagline. He was busy protecting the pocket and they were busy running his, right? So like uh, <laughs> For those who are unaware, uh, this week, Michael Orr, subject oh, of The Blind Side, yes. came out and had a lot of things to say about the Tuies, who are the family that adopted him, uh, namely one that they never adopted him, uh, but rather had him under a conservatorship uh, that he just only recently found out about like in February of this year. So uh, that's a lot. He's 37 now, and this would have happened when he was 18. Uh so oh, that's God. almost 20 years of <laughs> this bullshit. It's, uh my God. And then recently the Tui family, just today, I believe, recording this on Wednesday the sixteenth, um, came out and had accusations of their own. And so we're gonna go through all of those things here. But Cameron, just the initially your reaction hot. to this news oh, is my why.
0: God, the 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 tea is hot is <laughs> <It's> piping. My <laughs> God. <laughs> talk about blindsided for real like i mean what 20 years goes by and you you got to assume that okay he has his career right does mm-hmm. his thing and let's that be that of course he's it's tied to the, the whole story and now that yeah. we all know the story through the movie it, it's it, it's there's a it's always going to be tied to that so now to think about it in this different way, what was the impetus? I, that's what I need to know. What was yeah. like? Did, did like the dude who he was playing basketball with in the first scene of the movie go like, "Hey man, hey, congratulations on all success." However, my nigga,
1: <laughs> I think they're playing
0: you. You played the game well, but I think they're playing you.
1: <laughs> I think yeah. What's so we talked about it? If you guys go back and you listen to our Blindside episode with, with Dylan Green, shout out Dylan. Um, Shut up. Like, Michael Orr has not been quiet about his feelings about the movie. Uh, no, yes. <laughs> he has expressed great disdain about the actual film. He ha- he's been pretty complimentary of the Tui family. You know what I mean? But I think, right. in just listening to this interview that he did a couple of days ago, I don't know if this was before or after the filing watching the interview because they don't really talk mm-hmm. about it. But you know, he's his biggest thing generally has always been one, the blind side, the movie, uh right. is very much painting him in a light that's not true, right? You know right. what I mean? Like it's it's there's a there's movies, right, where <laughs> like we're gonna fudge this or that, you know, to kind of like make everything make sense and massage the facts to kind of get you into a, a smooth narrative from start to finish and then right. there's some bullshit right <laughs> and there's <it's> just <laughs> totally inaccurate you know what <laughs> I mean? and i think the blind side goes super hard in that direction definitely for a number of reasons one uh like 10 year old teaches him how to play football with condiments which get is wild uh and <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's some disney sprinkled sprinkle some disney on that bullshit if i've ever seen it before in my life that's crazy
1: yeah multiple times sandra bullock goes into the hood and addresses drug dealers face to face regular just Chilling. just drives away like uh nothing happened uh <laughs> like they ain't run that license
0: plate like they ain't go. to like, oh i know where she staying at okay okay um, i'm familiar
1: but most of all, and, and I and I 100% agree with Michael Orr on this fact, is that like it really does totally dismiss any and all work that he individually put in right. to get to where he got to. Because the movie would have you believe, one day, this family, driving home in the rain, on their way to get some chicken, uh, sees a lowly Negro walking around with garbage bags and decides just, out of the goodness of their heart, not only to pick him up, And get but also to then subsequently move him into their home to
0: you just just live here now.
1: Do everything. You know, he what's the line? I never had one before. (laughs) What a room? No, a bed. A bed. Oh. (laughs) Oh no. Like he was nothing. Like he didn't exist. And and beyond that, right? Because like his um his whoever the person is in the movie that's initially introducing him to the school, right, is seemingly doing it on the take, right? He's bringing him and his friend. Sure. Oh, he's kind of like, oh, yeah, I got something for you. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like, I got, you know, so if I brought you I got to your, your school, guy. you know, like, what are you going to do for me, right? And the twoies are painted on the opposite end where it's just like, we don't want anything from you, Michael. We I'll just want us. you. Come, goodness you know what of I mean? our
0: hearts. Our good, blessed
1: question come to find out (laughs) that's not so true (laughs) is it and i I think that's part of the problem with the movie is that it's just so fucking unbelievable like it's so wild and like
0: you you it literally is a story of like seeing a bag of money (laughs) <laughs> the twoies <laughs> saw a walking bag of money, like the, the meme you see, in, or like the guy you see in cartoons, like yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Sylvester the cat looking across the room and seeing a mouse, and then it's like shaped like a, a rib, uh, some, some ribs <laughs> or, or a, a flank steak. That they saw a walking sack of money holding some trash bags. <laughs> they were well, like, it's... "Get them other bags out of your hand." What?
1: It's crazy Come because, like. I mean, we're. I'm about to read you the timeline. ESPN, bless them, did the work for me and like ran down this timeline of, like, actual quotes and things from both sides, uh, so okay. we can kind of litigate this amongst ourselves. But like,
0: yes, we are we are professionals.
1: Yes, uh, in ways. What, what's crazy to me though is that like one. So he's placed under a conservatorship, which you can do. Right? right. But like, it's really like specifically the legal purpose of such a thing is if one, you are in care of, you know, like a minor. So say like conservatorships might be for like a child actor or somebody like that, who it's like, this is a, this is a person who cannot make these financial decisions on their own. Right. It could also be for um, persons with disabilities who are unable to, again, same situation, make, you know, these kinds of business or personal financial decisions or, you know, for elderly people, right? Like those, these are really the classifications, but the basic gist of it is this person is is legally, right? Not like we don't really think he's going to do a good job with all that money, but like legally <laughs> there is a specific reason why they should not be able to, you know, be in control of their finances, right? Uh, yes. Michael Orr was just an 18 year old kid, right? Like, there was nothing plain and simple, plain and simple that was like, yeah, you know what? Like, we like Michael, but we also are aware of, you know, this specific disability that he has, or like, you know, these tendencies, or something like that, that they could convince somebody legally that they needed a conservatorship. So, the idea that that was the route that they went tells me that, like, they they knew something. Right, they had something they, in the back of their they mind. They saw
0: something in them,
1: right, and it <laughs> wasn't
0: necessarily talent.
1: <laughs> because otherwise, why would you do that? You know what I mean? Right. Like, why would you? Why would you do that? You know, like to brainwash
0: black children as a result, of, <laughs> as a result of you know the the underlying orders and right. clans and things like that that we're not supposed to talk about on podcasts <laughs> like this. You know, sorry, my goofy,
1: uh <laughs> third eye showing, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but the movie would have you believe that Michael or was not mentally capable of doing such things. And it's crazy. I was just watching a couple of scenes. Like mm-hmm. I really want to know, right. From whoever's perspective, whoever it was that I guess wrote the Michael Orr character. Right. right. Because like he remember the scene where, um, he's driving with the little kid and they're rapping and like uh then he crashes the car and like the the look on his face when uh sandra (laughs) bullock pulls up you know what i mean it's just like (laughs) what (laughs) you know what i mean like directing him in that scene
0: like your man is your man is stone there
1: there is is something there there was an agenda at work you know what i mean in terms of like how they wanted to portray him as basically helpless like he had no if it wasn't for the twoies he would have died you know what i mean well it's like, also
0: yeah, i mean you're you're on something there where it, 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 is he directed in that way or was his performance just kind of like directed so flatly yeah. that like he can't he can't get out of it and you're also kind of left to assume that he's got to be mentally disabled otherwise he would react to these things like especially having blood dripping from his face especially like his quote-unquote brother being in peril you know like he's got these almost, he would make his face do things he, <laughs> he's,
1: he's got almost no autonomy in the movie like he's never really right. acting in a way that would say this is, you know, because even like um
0: that he can make decisions on his own.
1: Yeah. Well, because even like at the end where like the NCAA lady is like grilling him and like uh, asking yeah. him all those questions, and he's just kind of like, What what do you mean? What do you <laughs> I don't know? <laughs> he like he's he's reacting to it as if he is a child, you know, like he's like so confused about there's definitely
0: NCAA Love, violations. Vibes going on there.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of like, uh, okay, this is a step too far, right? And and I think that's <laughs> so that again is what Michael Orr has truly always been upset about. Is like you know you're you're portraying me as somebody who couldn't read. I could read. You're portraying me as somebody who like didn't know football. Like I was like a star football player before I came to this. That's when why I went to the school. Me. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, I I was one of the like best players in the country, like in the country before I went yes. to the school. Like I personally academically qualified to get into this Memphis private school. I couldn't afford that. That's where I
0: met you guys. I met you guys <laughs> at the private school.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's he's always just kind of been like, "Fuck you, mean dog." Like this is yes. this is a lot, you know. Like if it was. And I don't know, right? Because that's the thing. There's These movies always clearly have some kind of an agenda. Would it have been less effective if Michael Orr was just a regular black kid? Because I mean, that's the other thing. When you listen to Michael Orr talk, that nigga's from Memphis. <laughs> i think i'm from tennessee yes <laughs> you know what i mean one, and i and i know he wasn't percent. yeah you know he wasn't playing you know it takes two he was playing uh hypnotized mind stuff like he was playing that. <laughs> <laughs> he had some three six going yeah and that truck that they got him he was not <laughs> H- <H-O. laughs> he was sipping on scissor you know what i mean so yeah, like, i think you know he, he was he's a real dude you know and i think uh is that if if he's a little bit more you know genuine and authentic not in the way of like he's urban he's like unsettling but like but he's an actual like you know 18 year old black kid who's you know he's big he's like six four you know what i mean and he's uh you know obviously like somebody showed me this video i'll show you this video too Actually, Freddie so. Gibbs tweeted this video, and it's amazing because it's um,
0: shout out Freddie Gibbs.
1: Yeah, it's it's Bun B in the, <laughs> the middle reporter, of Times reporter. The
0: reporter, no, the no <laughs> reporter, Freddie Gibbs,
1: <laughs> Frederick Gibbs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> it's Bun B in the middle of Times Square, like selling his burgers, but he's got the sorry to bother you white voice going, like his like what oh. very much like coats with Is it like a is like an ad? I think. He, well, he's doing like a like a you know. Um, social media kind of like quick hit of like, oh, you right. know, like our burgers, you know, like you got to come <laughs> and check them out. And I think he hits them with like a gosh or like a golly or like some kind of shit. So I was like, <laughs> whoa. No. <laughs> <laughs> not Bun B. You know, but like, but also Bun B, like, right? that's a nigga. Like, we know Bun B. Like, that's definitely Bro, not... <laughs> like, Kiss owns a juice
0: shop. The world is different, yo.
1: <laughs> but that's the thing But it's like you know Bud B's making that mental calculation That like yo white people are probably going to come to my burgers If I'm like right. <laughs> You know, talking He's competing to with
0: Mr. Beast These days you gotta understand <laughs> These are real numbers he's trying to put oh, up Oh god
1: um, But yeah so it's like Is Michael Orr's story less endearing If he's like You know Listening to UGK and You know like <laughs> And smart and excelling
0: <laughs> at a private school, yeah. Or
1: if he, <laughs> if he's like, like a like helpless he was... child, you know what I mean? Because he's like a he's like a babe <laughs> in the woods. Like they literally find him wandering the streets, and then like turn his life into this like fairy tale situation. And it's like
0: they're trying to they're trying to do. To Michael or what? Blueface is trying to do the Krishan rock every day. I don't know. What's happened, thank, right? God, thank God you're not privy to this stuff. I'm sorry. This is just like the dark side of Twitter that I will be on.
1: Uh, <sighs> anyway, well,
0: that's, yeah, for the, so- that's for the that's for the that's uh-huh. for the baddies west. The baddies east. Oh, shout, hands out, out there.
1: shout out to the baddies i guess uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> never never shout out to the baddies
1: <laughs> i'm so sorry
0: for the last 25 seconds y'all go ahead
1: <laughs> well let let me read you some of this information that's come out recently and we can kind yes. of give our reaction to it so this is from espn which has a great rundown uh kind of sorting out all the claims that both sides are making Okay. and so you know in his 14 page petition filed in Shelby county tennessee probate court or alleges the twoies misled him into a conservatorship that gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. He also alleges he saw no proceeds from the 2009 film, The Blind Side, which earned over 300 million dollars. So, wait, that's, wait,
0: wait. This is we we didn't do this research when we when we did the when we did the movie originally
1: about the, the box show. office?
0: Yeah, no. About his receiving no. Well, this so, that.
1: so these are these are his recent claims. Is that he's saying that he never got any money. From okay. the movie, right, and so the Tuwees called his claims outlandish uh, and say that the idea that the family ever sought to profit off of Mr. Orr is not only offensive, it is transparently ridiculous. Um, their attorney, Martin Singer, has also alleged that Orr has threatened to go to the public, has threatened to go public unless the Tuwees paid him fifteen million dollars. Um, and okay, that's and the, and there's you know kind of an intonation that like that's not the first time that he's asked them. To like pay him money or he'll go public and say negative things about them right so So this is that time
0: we are living in that time
1: well let's 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 see because (laughs) this is what happens uh or this is kind of the breakdown of of what's going on so this is this is the two side right of why they said they they sought the conservatorship in the first place So Sean Tui told the online Memphis in in an interview Monday that the family sought conservatorship to avoid violating NCAA recruiting rules since he, a former Ole Miss basketball player, could be classified as a booster. Michael was obviously living with us for a long time, and the NCAA didn't like that, Tui told the publication. They said the only way Michael could go to Ole Miss was if he was actually part of the family. I sat Michael down and told him, if you're planning to go to Ole Miss, even considering Ole Miss, we think you ought to be a part of the family. And, that, and this would do that legally, right? Um. So basically, okay. they're like, all right, you know, we want you to go to Omis Because, I mean, in the movie, if you remember, there's a yes. lot of that back and forth about should you go to Ole Miss, should you not go to Omis, Miss? Michael Orr, like, runs away because he thinks, you know, the family's trying to, like, make him do something that he doesn't to want school. to do. And C- uh, Kathy
0: Bates is there for, like, yeah. 30 seconds. <laughs> Why? But...
1: Yes. And then, you know, of course, he ends up actually going to Ole Miss and becoming a yes. star player, yada yada, etc. Um, so okay. getting deeper into that, right? Um, this is how the TUIs portrayed their relationship to, to Michael through the years. So the 2010 book in a heartbeat, sharing the power of cheerful giving. Uh the book never <laughs> uses the word conservatorship, um, but they do say adoption more than 30 times. Uh, so on page 169, the twos wrote. So the idea of adopting Michael came to us quite naturally one evening. We told him that we wanted to, to formally become his guardians. It wasn't an executive family session or anything. We were all just lounging around the dining table. We were thinking of making this official. Leanne told him, "How do you feel about that, Michael?" We explained that it would require some paperwork, and we told him that his biological mother would have to appear in court to give her consent, but that we felt adopting him would be a good idea. And that's what he said. I already thought I was part of the family, and we said, "You are." Let's go do it then," he said. "Okay, fine," Leanne said. Right. Um. So, you know, th- their version of it it was as easy
0: as that.
1: Was yeah. Hey, like we 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 <laughs> we think you should be you know a part of the family. Make it official. You know, let's just sign these documents and paperwork again. Remember, he's he's an 18 year old kid, and not saying that in the sense of like, oh, he's you know, he doesn't know any better, yada yada yada, but like. I don't think any 18 year old kid would have any idea what the difference between these papers, you know, if they're describing it to him as a guardianship, right.
0: Well, they're describing it to him as being a part of the family, right? You got to, you got to think about it on base terms for a kid, especially. Right. Like they think of a conservatorship or an an adoption as it's all the same thing. Right. Right. I just continue to live with you
1: and the thing about it too is like a lot of people might say well you know how could they know right like how could they have Mm it you know they 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 did that but like you know what if he never made the NFL what if yada yada whatever look bro they're recruiting kids in middle school they're recruiting kids in elementary (laughs) school you know what I mean like (laughs) all this is big business like if there's a seven year old's got
0: an (laughs) arm
1: if there's just a hint you know if the kid is like 5'11 in fourth grade, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to make a play for him. Like, there's all kinds of pipelines set up, you know, for that kid to go do whatever. So, like, money yes. is ha- And money is happening, right? Don't get it misconstrued like
0: at all money is changing hands especially definitely between these colleges
1: right but not even between colleges at the aau level at you know like the the wee league football like if there's any have you seen baby Gronk? have you seen this kid that uh mm-hmm. this dad is like running around out here he's like a swole like 11 year old that he's like no you know, you what? Know what i mean like people are like really out here with these kids trying to do all kinds of things in order to ensure some kind of future in the NFL, the NBA, you know, wherever. And so, like, if, you, sure, if you're under sure. the assumption that, you know, like these kids are just athletes or, you know what I mean? Like these families are not profiting off them in any way. Like, that is absolutely not, that yeah, is definitely yeah, not. The like, they yeah, you know, everybody's making money but the kids, right? Like, very recently. And that's been until, the case
0: for so long, exactly. Yeah, until recently.
1: Until like the NIL stuff, like, you know even if like the most like a kid might get like a car you know or something on the low yeah that's that's know. wild
0: that's wild that they were doing that for so long that they were doing like gifts or big big right. uh cash exchanges and i'm like whoa you thinking you're you're gonna get these kids on one time like i gave them 50k
1: yeah
0: and said make sure your parents don't get it and then right you, what you, and you're also like 17, 16 with that money? Yeah. Have no idea what to do with it. Can't drive the car. It, it's like temp my ride. You get right. the ride temp, <laughs> the insurance. It makes you homeless. Now you right. live but, in your car. Congratulations. But meanwhile,
1: the 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 NCAA or the school is making hundreds of millions of dollars and off of you. Over fist. you know I mean? yeah. Like so, whatever money they're giving you is like nothing, right? <laughs> but. So here's the other side of it. Right? Michael, Michael mm-hmm. Lewis's book, The Blind Side Evolution of the Game, which is the book that the uh, film was based off of, never uses the word conservatorship, but it calls the two he's the legal guardian for or. And when it comes to you know his adoption and all that stuff, this is what that book has to say. Uh, he, of course, told Leanne and Sean that he really liked Ole Miss, but only after Leanne and Sean explained to him that if he had any intention of going to Ole Miss, they really ought to go through the process of formally adopting him so that many gifts they had already bestowed on him might be construed not as boosters graft, but parental love, right? And so the book um, <laughs> the book goes on to say that... Um, in 2005, after some college football coaches and quite possibly more had gone to the NCAA and accused the twoies of abducting Michael Orr and showering him with possessions in exchange for coming the future left tackle of the Ole Miss Rebels, right? So, like, even at the time, people were kind of like, this is all just a, a, a grift to, to get this kid to go to the school, right? Like, it's honestly,
0: like, It honestly feels like a pyramid scheme where everybody else yeah. wins except for the kid.
1: But, so... Lewis, who's a childhood friend of Sean uh had this to say um, just today, you know, to the Washington Post. He oh says that they showered him with resources and love and that he's suspicious of them as breathtaking. The state of mind one has to be in to do that. I feel sad for him. Right. So <laughs> we're, we're already coming to, you know, the part where white people are, are trying to come out their mouths and say some wild shit. Um you know, oh. in order to, because I think the thing is, you know, you're going to see a lot of um, hand wringing and like, you know, we, we did nothing but good things for Michael. Like, I can't believe, oh, yeah. you know, he's got to be, you know, in all kinds of accusations. Why would he careers. be this way? Yep. Yeah. Why would he do this to us? You know, mm-hmm. but like, it's also one of those things where <laughs> I'm sure from their perspective, it's all good. Right. Like, why would Michael be oh, yeah. upset?
0: You know, they think they're winning this thing, by the way. Probably yeah. going into it, I'm assuming.
1: But, you know, that's the thing. Like, Michael Orr, I think, for the longest time, has been complimentary of them as a family, but has also said, and, like, in his books and other places, that, yes, like, the tuis were the main family, but, like, he stayed with other families, and, like, other people supported him, and there are other people mm-hmm. in his life that, like, enabled him to get to where he got to. So it's not like they alone where the soul family the soul people helping him you know get to where he got to they were a main source of of, right you know assistance and like
0: and the main jumping off point they were they were kind of the i mean as far as the timeline goes they were the main family that kind of like helped him Mm -hmm. jump off into the college situation but yes they found him at the private school let's be clear like he was already well along
1: Right. By and the
0: time he, the two even like knew of him existing.
1: And he'd been on his own since he was three years old. Right. right. Like he had been living on the street since he was three and kind of was bouncing around foster home. So it's like, you know, how did he get to, to be at the school in the first place? It wasn't, you know, like he just literally showed up one day out of the blue like he had done something and people had helped him get here you know beforehand so like he he didn't just materialize out of nowhere you know for them to you know scoop him up and rescue him
0: right and maybe we can get into his character more a bit with this um but this is this is like one of his main points to get back to what you were saying that like he he this is not the portrayal of him that he expected in the movie right like on top of which This portrait, what what the timelines say and what the books say, this is a perfectly good story on its own. Yeah. This person who's, like you said, on his own, bouncing around from foster home to foster home, on his own since he's three. Yeah, Basically, Basically a baby in a basket manages to, you know, finesse the world and figure it out to get to a point where he can get into a private school on his own or with help. and and, you know get in front of the twoies enough to get you know to work out the college thing and all that like he found people along the way but like coming from this from nothing is like yeah pretty substantial
1: oh absolutely and i you know like i think there's there's always going to be some questions just again about like who gets to tell what story right you know like Michael Orr probably was not consulted at all about The Blind Side, you know, more so was kind yeah. of, because I mean, again, like this, this guy who wrote The Blind Side book is a friend, a childhood friend of Sean Tui, right? Like, you know, the Tooheys have always been kind of front and center, you know, Suge Knight style all up in the video, right? <laughs> you know, right? Like, just kind of like being the people who are kind of not necessarily speaking for Michael Orr. You know, because he's always been out there like also telling his side of the story, but like they directly profited from him. Right. Like there's no question about that. Like there's not it's not like, oh, Michael Orr just kind of like went his own way and like what a nice thing we did for him that one time it's like they continue he's the reason that they wrote a book he's the reason that there's a movie he's a that you know they use him <laughs> in promotional you know things for their foundation and like other stuff so he's still very much a source of income for them even if he's not necessarily you know personally involved in it they still invoke his name as like we are because like his name is very else? much so in their, in their mouth <laughs> who the fuck else are you Right. Right. You're the family from the blind side. Like you're not, you know what I mean? Like that's and there's no blind side without Michael Orr. So, you know, like you you otherwise you you own some fast food restaurants in Memphis. Like that's about it.
0: (laughs) Self-proclaimed benevolent white people.
1: Right. So let's get into a few more details of this because in his nice in his 2011 bestseller, Orr describes the legal process of joining the two family in the summer after he graduated high school. Leanne and Sean had already assumed responsibility for me as guardians, which allowed them to sign my school permission slips and take me to medical appointments. This last step was the one that would make everything binding. It kind of felt like a formality as I'd been part of the family for more than a year at that point. Since I was already over the age of 18 and considered an adult by the state of Tennessee, Sean and Leanne would be named as my legal conservators. They explained to me Mm -hmm. that that, that it means pretty much the exact same thing as adoptive parents, but that laws... were just written in a way to make it my, that took my age into account. Honestly, I didn't care what it was called. I was just happy that no one could argue that we weren't legally what we already knew were real. We were a family, right? So this is a
0: this is a naive. This is naive, right? Right, right off the bat.
1: So I mean, it's
0: it's nice and it's sweet, but it is naive. Like he's even saying he doesn't even know what full the conservatorship means,
1: right? Well, because here's here's he's the agreeing key. to it. Here's the key thing. I'll read it again. Since I was already over the age of 18 and considered an adult by the state of Tennessee, Sean and Leanne would be named as my legal conservators. They explained to me that it means pretty much the exact same thing as adoptive parents. Now, if I may. That's not what that means. That's not what that means. (laughs) That's not how that works. (laughs) <laughs> if i could if i can read from I, i'm pulling this up from an official legal website this <laughs> is this is what is a conservatorship a conservatorship is when a court appoints someone to manage a minor or incapacitated person's financial or personal affairs the conservator becomes responsible for the minor's finances and can limit spending decisions the conservatorship and a guardianship are generally not the same but Ooh. one person can serve in both roles Guardianship is usually the appointment of a person to oversee the physical and medical care of a person with limited capacity or a minor, right? So there's a
0: very distinct difference there. I don't know if you you guys are paying attention. <laughs> Good
1: God! So here's the thing, right? They could have been his guardians, as he was describing previously, in the sense of they were allowed to sign permission slips for him, take him to medical appointments, et cetera, et cetera, all of that stuff, right? but the conservatorship is strictly a financial
0: financial position
1: right so it has nothing to do with being a parent or a guardian or anything like that it's basically we control your money the end that's what yes (laughs) right so them telling him right that it's pretty much the same thing as being your adoptive parents no not not true (laughs) Um so here's here's the follow-up to that, right? Okay. Um ESPN reached out to Elizabeth Parr, Knoxville family attorney who's been practicing for 19 years, right? And this is what she told them. Adults can be adopted in Tennessee, but obviously the adults have to consent to it. Uh for somebody to be adopted, she said it would have to be taken. Uh it would have taken having a lawyer file a court petition. It would have been easy to file that like you would do anything else. So basically, they lied to him when they told him that they couldn't legally adopt him because he was over 18, right? So that doesn't make sense, right? You could have adopted him. You chose not to adopt him. <laughs> you sh- Instead, you chose to make a legal conservatorship over him.
0: You chose uh, a very specific thing.
1: Yes, right? And I think that's where a lot of this comes into play. So this is what the Tui family has been saying recently as of yesterday, right? Like they're kind of going on the defensive. They're kind of going in to say, hey, you know, like Michael Orr is basically trying to extort us for money, run our name through the dirt. So, according to the legal filing, the movie paid the twoies and their two birth children $225,000 each, plus 2.5% of the film's defined net proceeds. Wait wait, 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 wait. Paid,
0: paid the twoies and the I'm sorry to do this on the podcast. It paid the twoies and the children?
1: Paid the twoies and their two birth children $225,000 apiece, plus 2.5% of the film's defined net proceeds, which we said was over $300 million. Orr's yeah, petition says he received no money. So Sean Tui has said the family was not paid directly for the film. We didn't make any money off the movie. Well, Michael Lewis gave us half of his share. Everybody in the family got an equal share, including Michael. It was about $14,000 each. We were never offered money. We never asked for money. Right. So in the Tui's book, they said they were paid by Alcon Productions Contrary to popular belief, the movie did not wildly enrich us. We had no participation in the profits. We only received a fee for selling our name rights to Alcon, which was an all not a large amount. We divided it five ways, right? Um, So in a statement on Tuesday, a member of the Tui's legal team said that the family received a small advance from the production company and a tiny percentage of net profits. They insisted that any money received be divided equally and they made good on that pledge. Now, this is where we get into Uh, some questionable stuff because Mm -hmm. sj went to of all places barstool sports (laughs) (laughs) and indicated (laughs) the payments included what he called a two and a half percent kicker down the line so he said again that that'll be public so someone that really cares can go back and read through it and can do all that math and i bet that we've probably well me as and personally i've made like 60 to 70 grand over the course of the last four or five years, the, fir- the first year was like $14,000 in a check. And then it was like eight and seven, whatever, so on and so forth. But it started off a little higher and then it went down, which after it made hundreds of millions of dollars, I think someone said, okay, we can't hide this any longer. The money he's sued for is actually the same thing. It'll be very well documented. Um Tui so said it was same. super right. well documented that or was in the middle of the plan, uh, but decided that it, ex- but declined the exact money that i think is mentioned right so their thing that they've been saying is that they've always offered michael the money but he's declined right. to take the payments to, to take it. it right and so like again this is all a legal thing that they'll have to prove somehow i don't know if they have documentation um right and I, even, I think
0: yeah this is where this lies yeah. documentation and, ooh, and yeah. a lot of fishy conversations keep going right. keep going
1: in his interview with The Post, Michael Lewis said 20th Century Fox paid him $250,000 for the option to make his book a film. And he split that with the Tui family. Lewis said told The Post he cleared $70,000 after taxes and agent fees. He said Alcon, which eventually made the film, paid him and the Tui's around three hundred fifty thousand dollars from the profits. He told The Post the family planned to share the money with Orr, but he declined his royalty checks. Lewis said he believed they deposited the money in a trust fund for Orr's son. Keyword, Believed. They deposited the money in a trust fund for son. At a Wednesday news conference in Memphis, uh, two lawyers for the Chulu family said that overall, each member of the family and Or made about $100,000 from the movie. So notice, this money keeps fluctuating every time somebody talks about how much they actually got paid from right. the movie, right? Sometimes Completing it's $100,000. Sometimes it's just seventy dollars Sometimes it's $250,000. You know what I mean? And so it's like how much money... But- did you actually? Why can't you just say one number?
0: Also, one story had the babies getting money, like the little the yeah. little white boy that taught him football <laughs> with mayonnaise.
1: <laughs> now, at that same news conference, uh, the attorney said the twos would consent to ending the conservatorship. Now, my question mm. is, why it takes so long? Why is it so? Why? Is, <laughs> what? What? I mean, because my thing. Is like Michael Orr was in the NFL for a while. Like, he didn't play mm-hmm. for two years and then like wash out. Like, he was no, he was for at least seven, eight years, right? Um, you know, and like that's for a lot. I mean, NFL's careers are not long, you know, for a lot of players. So, the fact that he was able to be there for that long, get paid a good amount of money, um, you know, right. like I don't, I don't know the man. I don't know, you know, (laughs) like i i I've seen him around, you know, interviews. He looks like he's doing all right, you know. He looks good. Money. Sometimes you see people like I don't know. I've seen videos of Steve Francis around where I'm just like, damn, you down bad, homie. That is it's looking bad, bro. Don't look good. Um, so you never really know what's up, but like, I think just in general, right? No matter what his current financial status is. If I'm Michael Orr, and I know I haven't made a dime off of this movie, which is basically how people see me, (laughs) right? It doesn't matter what I did. I won a fucking Super Bowl. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. I I had a pretty good NFL career. All people know me for is The Blind Side, a movie where I'm portrayed as an idiot (laughs) who had to be taught football from ketchup and mustard. You know what I mean? So like, it's <laughs> wild to think that if it's true that he got zero dollars from this movie, like I don't care if I'm a billionaire. I want I want that. that run <laughs> me my
0: money like that. That's simple stuff. And you're it it, it okay? We're, we're, I'm gonna say it right here. I'm not a legal uh, mm. expert, a whiz. Mm. Uh, no one has ever confused me for one, but here I will say, this man got this case in the bag. This is so dumb.
1: <laughs> this is so
0: dumb. And the twoies have like conflicting reports about what money actually got paid to who. Yeah. On top on on top of a flimsy case, because if all he wants, like he could just go for likeness rights, right? Sure. It, it, it's a movie about me. You made a movie about my likeness, about my personhood. Run me my point. There's no way you're not running me my point, Jordan. Yeah. If there was like the if you woke up tomorrow and the Adventures of Jordan Clark was coming out from DreamWorks Entertainment, mm. you'd be like Steven Spielberg. I got some things to say to you. Did, did you ever talk to me? Run me my money.
1: Give us Alcon us
0: Entertainment. Give us us free <laughs> Alcon Entertainment.
1: Well, S J. Lovable little shit heel who was playing Madden on like a separate television. A, a separate television in the-
0: <laughs> this is the stuff of my dreams, still.
1: <laughs> um, in his Barcelona interview, SJ2 said he found it hard to believe that or only found out about the conservatorship in February and hinted that or had threatened the family. The interview came before attorney Martin Singer alleged to 15 million dollar shakedown. Here's what sj 2 said Monday. I went back to my text today to go back to look at our family group text and see what things had been said. And there were things back in 2020 and 2021 that were like, if you guys give me this much, then I won't go public with things. sj 2 said. right. So okay here's the thing too. We'll go ahead Yes. Go
0: ahead. Okay. I got one thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. if
0: again, if he's a kid. And you assume that a conservatorship and a guardianship are the same thing, right? You're just being adopted. You're just mm-hmm. being brought into this family. And you're going to assume that at a certain point in time in your childhood, that this conservatorship or whatever it is runs out. And you're now an adult. You now work for yourself. You now fend for yourself. 21, maybe. Yeah. Again, again, I'm not saying that he's not intelligent enough to know like how any of this works. But I'm going to say that he assumed it worked a certain way. Mm-hmm. and that like again uh we had the britney spears case that happened this year uh, i britney knew that she was under a conservatorship for a long time but and it's not really the same like it's not apples sure, arms, yeah. Like what was being held from her but again she had to fight to get out of it she didn't know she was even in it at a certain period in time mm-hmm. so it's a thing that you like don't you don't have to know like very, uh, yeah, you don't have to know exactly when or when now, how to prove that. That's
1: probably that's a problem yeah. we're running into. Well, that's the thing. I think from a predatory standpoint, right, like this is mm. a common occurrence, you know, specifically amongst celebrities, entertainers, you know, anybody where it's a situation that parents I mean, how many times have child actors come out and said, you know, I didn't see shit. You know, from from my parents, you know, when I got when it when it was my turn, when I was 18 years old and that money was supposed to be mine. Right. Like either it was denied to me or the money (laughs) that I was supposed to have was not there. Right. So like this is one of those situations in which time after time you see people, you know, Smiling and acting like, you know, yada yada. Oh, everything's great. Mm-hmm. And then behind the scenes, you know, down the line, you find out, oh, they were just ripping these kids off. Right. And so, again, for the two we used to claim that Michael or we just loved him unconditionally, <laughs> we had no, because here's the question, right? Here's the big question. Michael or <laughs> they see him, he's walking down the road, right? Right. He's 5'11, he's 100. 25 pounds. (laughs) Is he somebody not even that they stop for, but like if he is not in any way athletic or promising or like gonna be an NFL player, if he's just a regular nigga walking down the street, maybe they take him home that night to get him out of the rain. But like, is he suddenly part of the Tui family? Like, you have to imagine. The way that everything played out, they're huge right. Ole Miss fans. They're huge Ole Miss boosters. Here's a kid who's not only just a football player, but like a big time recruit. Everybody's looking to to get him to come to their college. Here's an opportunity, maybe, right, to persuade him to go to your alma mater. Right? You know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of things at play here that just make this not add up in the way of them. It's trying so to claim, fishy. Like, we loved Michael from day one and all we wanted was the best for him where it was like, but the way that he kind of ended up and the way that you kind of steered him, we got the
0: best for him,
1: which was the best for us,
0: right? which happened to also be the best for us. <laughs> and oops, we didn't share much of the best of him with himself. So oops, oops, right. oops, oops, because,
1: you know, even, even with, if you believe they're bullshit, that, conservatorship was the only way to like make everything above board and like have him go to Ole Miss and yada yada whatever right why take so long to end I mean here's the thing they're not <laughs> they're not denying that they had it and you gotta a- know better
0: if you're entering the conservatorship you gotta know you signed a paper that's gonna have to you're entering a thing that has to end
1: <laughs> right but they're, they're also like not they're also like, yeah, it's still going, right? Like, we never ended that because why? Why would you not like? What's the purpose of still having that in play if you don't have plans to use it in some way, shape, or like? It's it's useless to just have because clearly
0: it's the it's the Rick J's mentality. It's, yeah, I, I didn't. Oh yeah, I, I did. I did a bunch of cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course.
1: Well, from a from a judge's standpoint, right? What's crazy to me is like, how how was that legally executed, right? right? Like how how because in in the in the court filings and everything, like Michael Orr's mother appeared in court, right, mm-hmm. to like grant them this conservatorship to like sign that over to them, but like so there's nothing, there's no like test or anything that has to be done to determine that this person is actually like. We're filling I'll the co- requirements of a conservatorship. Like you can uh, just yeah, take it's... somebody to court and say, "I want to have conservatorship over this person." <laughs> and because because like,
0: I love them. Because I love right.
1: Them. You know what I mean. And we're not gonna do anything here to like even determine if this is like a, a proper context, like a necessary, a route to go- yeah,
0: right, a necessary course of action. Like like what are we? really doing here y'all
1: because you know like again like what like the legal definitions for it are like he has to be somebody that like is not like you said of sound body in mind to be able to make these decisions on his own right any
0: court any sports watching judge looked at this looked at these two sets of people and was like yeah come on now
1: right on because now. there's like look we we've we know and have seen a bunch of athletes. Not all of those dudes are smart, right? <laughs> but I don't know if any of those dudes, like J.R. Smith, not a smart guy. <laughs> would he be under a conservatorship, though? You know,
0: no. no, J.R. would not stand for that. He'd be the you shit out of but point, you. But even just
1: like from a legal standpoint, would he be under a conservatorship? Like just because he's not maybe like somebody who makes good decisions generally in life doesn't mean that he's not... You know what I mean? Like that's that's not what the legal definition is. The legal definition right. is like he is somebody who who re- legally cannot, right? He, he like, cannot be
0: in charge of this stuff,
1: right? You know what I mean? Like it is impossible. I'm in charge of
0: Like like you Jr. Know? is definitely not entering the conservative sort of shit with like <laughs> no white family. That's for damn sure. That's definitely not. What y'all in charge of? My what? Hell no! Get the fuck up! What what?
1: Yeah, that that man did not wear a shirt for at least four years. You know what I mean. I feel like he's <laughs> he's he's not like, going for that.
0: I watched his tattoos. Like I watched <laughs> the number of tattoos grow over his body over the course of his NBA <laughs> career.
1: But that's the thing. It's like how how was this even done to begin with? But then to continue it on for almost twenty years is like, yes. what did you forget? You had it. Like, how are you not, you know what I mean? Because somebody
0: obviously did.
1: Yeah. So that's why I'm just like, how did you, how was this never addressed until now? Right. Because I'm sure, again, if Michael Orr was aware that this was a thing that was happening, I don't think it would have taken him 20 years (laughs) (laughs) to say, hey, let's not do that anymore. You know what I mean? Wait, wait, wait.
0: I'm making my money. Okay. Okay. I'm good then. I think I'm good. I think I'm good.
1: So, yeah, I mean, as as ludicrous and as bullshit as this movie was to begin with, you know, now it's looking even more shady under, you know, this context. And we'll see. I mean, it's court, right? Like, one of two things is going to happen. Somebody's going to settle, you know, and money's going to change hands, right? If there's actual things that people don't want to be made public, you know, once it gets into court or it's going to go to court. And, again, like, this is the same thing. This is going to be, I don't want to sidetrack us too much, right? But, like, I'm not trying to make any wild accusations about him. <laughs> right? But this is the same thing with the Lizzo thing, where it's just, like, I don't think a lawyer <laughs> would take a case if there was, like, no chance of winning. Nothing. <laughs> they got to be
0: some kind of
1: truth to this. Like, I've,
0: I've seen some things. The lawyer yeah. has at least, like, Because they could be doing
1: uh, other things. They could be trying other cases, specifically like prosecutors and people who are this is how they make money is by taking cases to court like they don't make money. By trying bullshit cases that, yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, I
0: litigate. I, like, I I fuck. I, I, (laughs) this is what I do.
1: Right. You know, like, yes, maybe a shitty lawyer might just be, like, taking cases just to get paid, you know, whatever hours. But, like, any actual, reasonable, responsible lawyer is not just taking whatever to court because somebody says, you know, specifically in, like, a civil case like this, right? Like. Right there's less um like defined uh what am i looking for like the statute the statutes are are lower right like the ceiling is lower in terms of the burden of proof so you know you can maybe there's a lot of he say you you can can, can
0: fudge some of this you can fudge some of it but it's already funny to begin with
1: Right. But you still need to have something. Right. Like if you don't have any actual evidence, like a a judge isn't even going to hear the case. If it's just I, you know, that's like some Steve Harvey bullshit. Right. That's the shit you take (laughs) to like the people's court. You tell me what?
0: (laughs) I took his what now?
1: You know, I'm sorry. (laughs) But if if you're actually trying to try a case. A judge is even going to hear it if you don't even act, if you can't present any it, actual evidence, you know, to the court. Like there's got to be something more than Michael Orr says. This is what happened. <laughs> son, son, did did you play in the Super? You played in the Super Bowl, huh?
0: Yeah, and you won. And they and they said you can't have your money. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, y'all. Excuse me, y'all. It's, it's my break time. I got. I got to go eat a cigar.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you know, we'll see if it if it makes its way to court, how it plays out, what all that looks like. But I will say that, yes, you know, like there's so, somebody's lying. Somebody's
0: right? and or some bullshit.
1: In that situation, like, I don't think it doesn't benefit Michael Orr To make all this up and go to court and then be proven a liar right (laughs) (laughs) Right? like that's that's that doesn't make sense i don't know why he would do that you know unless he thought i don't know what because if he had actual if he was actually trying to blackmail them with something i think he would have something more like out of he would have
0: yeah something more like definite and crucial yeah then then like yeah because this is this sounds like a sentiment right this yeah. sounds like i i feel now that now that i found out certain facts about my life i feel that this was done to me and here's right. a, a, a a pile of evidence that says they did that shit right that was their actual motive that was their actual right. intention right you could watch that movie a million times that's <laughs> <laughs> might be even tempted to submit it as evidence right Right. but it's like the movie honestly (laughs) doesn't even matter it's it's the public perception right yeah it's the work that the movie did right y'all saw me as that i didn't even know y'all saw me as that because i didn't have any input in the movie and it didn't pay my ass so i don't even know who they cast as me Right? They don't, yes. I, I don't know enough about the movie until it comes out, and I'm happy to see that they made a movie about me. Turns out it was a success, and he still <laughs> didn't pay me. Like, th- again, mountain of evidence. So it's it, it's kind of strange that the twoies are like holding on to this. Right. I, I, like, instantly, I would want to settle out of court if I'm them. I would want to just be right. like quiet the whole thing, settle it out of court. Like, I, a huge payment. Right because so now you got to litigate and now you mad on Twitter now you mad on socials
1: on Barstool don't y'all,
0: y'all, you um, <laughs> don't get me started don't get me started again dark side of the internet y'all don't even go to the right people come on with the
1: TMZ and Barstool that's where you're getting your information from so but TMZ, that's the thing too TMZ it's, it's is like, like
0: Barstool with a pinky
1: out <laughs> But that's the thing. It's just like, you know, it it took this for you to say, oh, we're willing to end the conservatorship. It's like the why then why don't you just do that? (laughs) You could do it. Willing to end and actually ending are two different things. You know what I mean? Like if you're (laughs) willing to do
0: it. I'm willing to take this money from you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, like they the whole time. Have always portrayed themselves as again a good christian altruistic family who just did out of the goodness of their hearts you know we just loved this boy so much and like you know he was everything to us and the movie itself too like i gotta say i don't know his relationship with his actual biological mother but you know they made her look like a crackhead who like couldn't (laughs) like you know like go two seconds without getting getting the fix of drugs and without crack. you know all that stuff so like th- the movie really went to extremes to paint like the two e's, this white family are the only people who cared about michael or ever period in his life right you know? if it was
0: if it was only a defamation case they literally be like i was you could say like you portrayed me as a dummy and my mom is a crackhead and how were you portrayed miss <laughs> Oh, as Oscar winner Sandra Bullock <laughs> with
1: flowing blob locks, <laughs> you know. Like, so that's the boy, thing. Yo. It's just like there's. It, he's he's been put in a position where, again, who's to say? You know, we have we have his side, we have their side. Um, you know, the truth could remain somewhere in between, but if I'm being subjective not objective i guess <laughs> if i'm just looking Go at for it, it. from the outside look at <laughs> it i'm just like all right brother you know like this ain't the math ain't math and this ain't really adding up you know what i mean specifically one the fact that you could have adopted him instead you chose to enter the conservatorship Two, the fact that i'm reading through this and you're telling me wildly different numbers each time you say how much you got paid from the movie you know what i mean did you get a one-time fee from alcorn productions did you get a two and a half percent kicker on or did your son get
0: paid six figures somehow
1: (laughs) you know what i mean like what what is the actual truth of what you got because like if you if michael or like Because he's not, he's suing for the money, but he's also suing for emotional distress, yada, yada, all the other stuff. Estimates to, you know, $15 million. You're allegedly millionaires. You know, I don't know. The money's probably good, you know, from, uh, (laughs) you know, whatever you're getting. Because that's the thing. I, we know, right? Sure. Just because (laughs) you were in a movie, just because your life was made in a movie, whatever, doesn't mean that you suddenly became. You know, a billionaire, and you, like the movie made, you know, five hundred million dollars. So you made two hundred million dollars, and what? You know, sure. Like you sign your like this right. away, you sign whatever away, you get paid whatever, unless you get made like an executive producer or something of the movie, like right, sure, right. But to act like we just we just woke up one day and we were in a movie, <laughs> like who, who, who could the bl- the block. <laughs> Sandra
0: Bullock? I, I wow. don't know
1: because when you watch, <laughs> you watch the uh, the behind the scenes like Leanne Tui is like I I knew Sandra Bullock was the one to play me and like was very like she was on the set you know what I mean like she was walking around you know what I mean so like the way that they were talking on the behind the scenes was like she was talking shit
0: to PAs
1: she thought she was comfortable <laughs> We they were talking like we were very involved you know what I mean like we, we had a lot to say about the blind side, the movie, you know what I mean? We were on set, we were doing this, we were doing that. Now all of a sudden it's, oh, what? Uh, the, the blinds, I've never heard of this movie. <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to begin to track the money that we got paid for. It's like, how would you not know? Huh? Like the fact how, that you how can't dare say, you? <laughs> he, like, yeah, here are the legal documents that say we got X, you know what I mean? Like you didn't account that at all. You don't you have the number somewhere. That say, it's, it's it's
0: not in your taxes like somewhere like the 40 years your your right. husband worked at the fucking finance place and then the one year you got that big <laughs> ass fucking side check don't act like that piece of paper is somewhere in a fucking vault somewhere yes. in your house
1: so you know that's the thing like this would be very easy for them to disprove if they had the actual money you know, documented somewhere to say... They talking like
0: liars, man. Yeah,
1: hey, <laughs> you know, Michael Orr is claiming X, Y, and Z. You know, because even like, if you're saying that you gave him money, that's a bank transfer that you can pull <laughs> you, up and say, I gave Michael Orr $15,000 on, you know, October 5th,
0: 2017. A There's receipt. The- <laughs> there, is a, there is a receipt. <laughs>
1: Unless somewhere. you were paying that man cash under the table somewhere, <laughs> which,
0: which is, is ha, which is how fucked up for a movie, especially where, a movie like you're not paying me under the table for a movie about me about ne- me. never, you
1: know. So that's the <laughs> thing. On. Like for the two is to act like, oh, you know, uh, how how could he suddenly turn around and do this to us when it's just like all you got to do is say, hey, here's here it is. Receipts, 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 receipts. You know, you, don't, like, you
0: wouldn't even have to worry about the fallout because your receipt would literally save you from everything.
1: Right. So the fact that they're because this is this is it, right? This is the usual tactic of all of us. Like somebody's doing something, and now our first step is to like discredit them publicly. You know, and act as if because you know they're telling TMZ this isn't the first time that he's done this to us, and now yes. you know like. <laughs> He's he's tried to get lawyers before, but, you know, no, no credible lawyer would take his case. And now he's found somebody who's foolish enough to go ahead and, you know, like try to litigate this in court. But it's like it it wouldn't it wouldn't even come to this if you could just say, well, here's what he's asking about. We got that documented case closed. You know what I mean? Um, So I think that that's going to be the issue here is like if they can't. Prove with documentation that either we have paid Michael because that's the thing. Like this right, other that's guy that's saying, that's simple as that." <laughs> yeah, this other guy saying that we put money into a f- trust fund for Michael's son. You know, so like, but if that's the case too, then you that that also exists somewhere, and you, you can sign a piece of paper. that money. <laughs> <laughs> that it we was, put into was, this, you know, unless
0: you had a shoebox that said Michael's movie money and it was adorably right. fell <laughs> backwards or something like that, right. and it had a, just a sack of like a, a bunch of ones <laughs> just like right. falling out of it.
1: Because that's, the, I mean, that's the yeah. At the end of the day, that's just the biggest thing. It's like why why did the conservatorship last so long? Why did you not end that? Because there's no why, reason. For why are you mad about that. it? Yeah. Um, what did you do? You know, in terms of like the actual money you know <laughs> money received but also money paid um you know and like if if you're really trying to play the victims here like michael or is some kind of like sociopath that turned on you and now he's like trying to extort you for 15 million dollars like well what is it that suddenly made him do this to you you right. know what i mean cuz like people right. don't wake up one day and just decide to file wild ass lawsuit again we're in America million dollar
0: lawsuits
1: people are suing people for crazy shit all the time right you know what I mean judges are turning down lawsuits all the time because they're like this shit doesn't make any sense this is a, <laughs> this is the case that goes to you know to court because like there's no legal standing for any of this so the fact that it's like gotten as far as it's gotten means that if you're gonna go to court like you're gonna go to court you know what I mean like yeah, gonna, yeah, so you better be sure. Out that whatever comes out in the light is the kind of thing that you want people to know about because like I don't think you're just going to show up and be like hey guess what you know like this is an episode of like Law and Order or some shit like <laughs> you <know? laughs> you're not going to find some evidence at the at the last minute to kind of like turn everything around for you either you have the evidence in hand or you don't and so like you
0: know what that's what's going to happen at the last minute of this trial the two years are going to know it's like a, it's a wrap and then Sean is going to hold up a copy of the Bible
1: yeah, and just like start
0: start just he's going to pull some out some salt
1: and pepper and start like you know diagramming plays on the courtroom uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, well yeah I would say do you have any closing thoughts on this whole you know ordeal that's unfolding I've heard Mike
0: gets his money you know that's all I can do I'm rooting for everybody black yeah. They they really tried to they really tried to play my man and you know he didn't understand the full terms of conservatorship. Sure, I, I, I believe that hundred percent. I do not believe liars. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's all going to say about that. I hope my man gets his money.
1: I I too hope he gets his money again. I you know if if you had any hope of bamboozling people into believing the story that you were telling it would have helped if you ended the conservatorship I don't know when he got to the NFL like the fact that you still kept that man's you know because I, I right, this is NFL you, money what like, would you even do like what like I would I would be curious to know right because they, they continue to use his name and likeness you know in their own business enterprises but like if they had attempted to do something with his name or try to, you know, file some kind of injunction to get money from him, right? Like, would they legally have been allowed to do that due to this conservatorship? Even though, again, he's a grown ass man who had really like he wasn't living with them. You know he I mean? like he was a a full grown. He's a operating human, player. right? Yeah, 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 he had a,
0: he had a job. <laughs> he woke up in the morning with the work. Made be, the money that you're fighting over.
1: It would be bullshit, but it would, it would be something if they were like, you know, Michael has sustained so much head trauma over the years that we, uh. like, you know what I mean? Like, felt we had to legally be in charge of his finances because of you know x y and z
0: you know they're gonna but, pull that one you know they're gonna pull something but, like if they're fighting the case they're gonna like pull something crazy like that
1: right but it's like that's one thing you know but like this was this was 20 years ago this has been 20 years <laughs> where it's been like two decades <laughs> you know like there's no way for them to to justify that you know when <laughs> legal adoption was on the table or when like you just didn't actually have to do that you know what i mean because the only point of a conservatorship is financial jurisdiction over somebody else's money like that's it it,
0: yeah if it wasn't if it wasn't so and pardon me borrowing a title that we've already reviewed before but black and white Mm. if it wasn't so plain and simple Mm. it wouldn't be like laughable like this it wouldn't be silly it wouldn't be silly of the two weeks to really like fight back and really like try to like put word out in the street like the defame this dude like yeah he should sue him for this like little press run that they want for sure
1: yeah yeah he should counter
0: sue just straight or not counter sue, but just sue him again (laughs) fuck it put another charge on that bitch
1: (laughs) yeah charge on that charge um
0: the charge on that charge
1: yeah well i think that's that's gonna do it for us um, we definitely want to hear what y'all think about this because this is you know one of those again, like things coming to fruition uh you know in real time. The movie ages I mean, people years.
0: are people are clamoring for that social network sequel. I think you should be clamoring for this, which is also gonna be a court case movie. You might as yeah, well yeah. clamor for blindside <laughs> to blindside.
1: Because yeah, I mean like it's is it's just so messed up you know like yeah. i can understand his continued frustration because people see the movie and they think not only is that what actually happened but they also think that's what he's actually like and he's had no control over his story his likeness anything like that because he is the subject of this big blockbuster oscar winning film. That like you know, totally (laughs) misconstrued his entire life story. And so everybody this was a
0: flop too, right?
1: (laughs) Right. Everybody meets him expecting to meet Michael from the blind side, and he's like a nigga from Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) And he, you know, he cleans up well, he puts on the white voice when he talks to people. You know what I mean? But like I think, you know, he's not that person that's portrayed in the movie. I think he's a very different person, you know, and not in the sense of like he's like a You know, like a stereotype in any way, but more so that like he's a he's a man who grew up in the hood in Memphis. And by his words, like he would, you know, go around and like steal from stores because he didn't have food and didn't have money. He was 10, 15 years old, you know, just trying to like make it in the streets like he lived a hard life, you know, and he and he did all the things he had to do to get himself yeah. into that position so that the Tui's could then put him under a conservatorship right he's trying to get like, money even for, even know? if he
0: says that in court he he's like literally painting himself the picture that they would want to see he yeah. was grinding he was doing his thing he was right. literally trying to put himself in a position where something like this would happen it just so happened to the people that you know helped him out took advantage of him
1: right So you know, like as 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 mid as this movie was, is I even (laughs) mid isn't even the word mid is is, yeah it's not even too kind, bro. (laughs) Uh, As garbage as this movie was, like now, like under this light, like I hope people just stop. like I you know all of these movies, specifically the Oscar winning ones, there's always people who want to try to defend, even even you know the performance, and I know people are. you know, coming to Sandra Bullock's defense because people are saying that she should forfeit her Oscar for yeah, the that's movie crazy. because she, you know, and I wouldn't say that. I would say I don't, say I don't think either. she deserved an Oscar for this movie. I'm lying. Uh, yeah. But uh, I would like to know. work with her one day. I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, I, I'm not saying that Sandra Bullock isn't a great actress. I'm saying that this movie in this role in particular was just her going around telling black people what they should do. Actually, I don't even know <laughs> on paper for Sandra Bullock like
0: that. It's an okay performance. She's perfectly
1: fine, but yeah. she didn't. Uh, an Sandra Oscar, Bullock, the person, now. great. Sandra Bullock, the actress, great. Sandra Bullock, great. In the blind side, mid right mid. like <laughs> perfectly men, perfectly made that i don't think she was you know she wasn't doing she was just being sandra bullock with a southern accent like it wasn't right. like she was out here so she was familiar with
0: that too like
1: yeah she wasn't putting on some generational performance like she just was loud and sassy and direct and i guess that spoke to a certain demographic of people but like I don't know. Again, every time she went into the hood and stood face-to-face with drug dealers, I was like, not a, not a factual thing. Wouldn't have made it out. Somebody would somebody would have at least stolen her car.
0: Definitely. It was on blocks when <laughs> she turned around.
1: Easily, the first got you know stashed I mean? bare minimum. Come on now, like the second the time you came, you know what I mean, because she came back multiple times. Right, one time people may have been like, "All right, you know that white lady's crazy, you know whatever." Second time you come back to pop off on people, again, you're you are you're not leaving in the car you came in. Y- your <laughs> shoes, bare minimum. Your shoes. <laughs> so you one know of, one of these fine thing. gentlemen has a girlfriend who has yeah. your size shoes. All the fantasy, Um, but that's going to do it for us this week. Um, A few notes for y'all. One, uh, when this comes out this coming weekend, uh, the 19th at 530 on our Discord, we're going to be doing another live watch. We're going to be watching Rooftops, which is a wild.
0: (laughs) Another fantasy.
1: Yeah, it's a wild. I mean, like even the taglines are crazy because it's like something along the lines of like, you know, they dance to the death, you know, on these rooftops. And it's like a, a weird mix of, I'm going to say West side story. And like a lot of those eighties dance, fil- you know, like, like yeah. a break in, but also like a flash dance or like a um dirty dancing or, you know what sure. I mean? Like it's of that ilk of like traumatic dance, Movie. But it looks like
0: it. It looks like it also wants to be the Warriors too. A little bit,
1: yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like they're <laughs> they're like a dance gang.
0: they they mean business. That These like guys. dances
1: on rooftops to the death. Niggas
0: die in this movie, y'all.
1: So uh, <laughs> that's gonna be wild. We're gonna be doing it with the the good folks at Q Points. Um, so drop Ooh. in, check us out again. If you go to our Discord, um, you can live watch it with us there. Um, and then the show will be back soon. Yeah, I'm uh, coming back. So we are gonna give tell you more them, details on that. <laughs> tell me things we up? We up. <laughs> we up. Um, <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll have more more details on that soon. But again, for people who have been asking, the show is coming back, and we've really appreciated not only the fact that people have continued to support us and like you know, check in on us. Um, but I mean like, so much. I mean yeah, so much. That people like want the show. They're like, yo. When we only hear we do this
0: episode because the streets <laughs> yeah. was asking. So yes. like thank you so much.
1: So yeah, I mean, like we said, this this was never a permanent thing. This was only, you know, like a summer summer vibes, a little summer break. Uh yep. but you know, fall is coming, all that's coming, so we'll be we'll be coming back. There's get your sweaters yeah, on. Yeah. Like we look, y'all, we got <laughs> we got enough movies on this, our list. We'd... We good. <laughs> we know, good. We could do this forever. So, we we're definitely uh excited they, to come and back. And they keep
0: releasing them.
1: No, they do. Yeah. <laughs> like we, we I've seen a couple in the recent months that I've been like, "Damn, we got to I guess we got to do that." Yeah, People we were go. telling me that Elemental is a movie that we should do. I haven't watched it, but they were like, yep. "There's some very questionable racial implications of this Pixar movie." <laughs> we
0: we can... <laughs> the 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 streets are also saying "Elementals is a little messy
1: guys (laughs) so you know i don't know if we can ascribe whiteness to uh literal elements but (laughs) i think disney and
0: pixar want to how about that
1: (laughs) (laughs) but we will we will look into that and we'll get back to you on that but yeah definitely keep looking at us we're gonna have to Appear on a different social media. I don't, is this Blue Sky yes. a place that you guys like? I, you're gonna have to tell was, us. I
0: heard, I heard Spill was black. Spill,
1: we could get what on there. We should really I mean, just make an Instagram, I guess, at this point, because that's probably just the most safest That's really, I think place. that's where
0: the people's is at.
1: Yeah. So we'll, we'll get on an Instagram making that for y'all. But, um, yeah, for now, you can find us on X, I guess. At white underscore bot <laughs> yeah,
0: the, <laughs> the, we're literally hanging on until <laughs> until yeah. the wheels fall the fuck and off. They're,
1: they're barely on, uh, they're so... <laughs> barely. On. It's not
0: even the bird app anymore, y'all.
1: Yeah. The uh, app don't
0: even know it's the bird, it's not the bird app anymore because some parts of it still say search Twitter, y'all. Like Oh,
1: it's beautiful. Like it's still twitter.com because the guy who owns x.com won't sell it to Elon. So it's like, <laughs> you know, what a world we live <laughs> this,
0: in. <laughs> this, this is the funniest ongoing story. I I think ever. Yes. I think ever.
1: <laughs> like, I don't know. Bless that man. I guess you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Elon is throwing crazy money at him, and he's like, "No, why would I fuck do that? You. <laughs> this
0: is this is actual fuck you
1: money at this right. point." Well, I mean, crazy. like, imagine imagine having the one thing that he wants and can't get. Like and that's get. worth more than money. <laughs> I'm sure people that. would pay him to keep Elon from getting that, so he could probably make more money. He could probably from get a GoFundMe. Yes, you know what I mean. Like so. every
0: day, is saying like Elon offered me like fifteen mil. What's up, everybody? One dollar a piece.
1: We can Come get on. it. Come, Come on. on, guys! Um. <laughs> Donate
0: them all to charity too. Donate the, <laughs> the whole pot to charity. Do it. I dare you. I'll double dare you. <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, that'll do it for us this week. We'll be back soon with more Caucasity because it's. I mean, it ain't going nowhere. It ain't uh. going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll talk with y'all soon. Peace. Peace.
0: You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us.
1: We don't want to be saved. You can't save
0: us. We don't want to be saved.